Man, I bet. Okay, so I decided to get fat free half and half because I'm trying to diet. Let me tell you, it's a fucking it's no, waste. There's no point in fat there's, free half and half. Yeah. There's no fucking point. Like, I just yeah. end up using three times as much. So it's the same right. amount of calories. Right. Don't do this to yourself, people. <laughs> I can't, um, I can't see your hair color. I just realized that. Oh, I got to get in the light. Yeah. Let's, let's hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, welcome to Mouthy Broadcast, everybody. Hi, I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. We're now going to look at my hair color, which if you're a Patreon, you can get the video and you can see it. It's kind of an ivy green. Ooh. Yeah, nice. It's called Voodoo Blue from Manic Panic. Mmm. I hadn't used Manic Panic since I was like 16. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard the Manic Panic story? I make where you it. where you had the hand mark on your face. Yes, yes, yes. And so then you talked to Joey Ramone to recap. Yes. Uh, <laughs> when I went to a concert when I was like 16 and my friend used it was like a like a bright magenta sort of color. And she she did my hair and she slapped it on the like had her hands full covered with this magenta shit. She was like, I don't fucking care about gloves. Fuck it. And then she shook her hands and like put it on the sides of my face and my skin just absorbed the color we go to this concert the next day and i've got like i was like rudy giuliani and shit i had the shit <laughs> bleeding down off my head it was all over my face i look like a fucking wreck <laughs> so the few times that i used manic panic back in the day i honestly was not a fan i did not like it i didn't think it colored very well like it didn't stick on my hair like like i said it it put a tint on my hair but it mm -hmm. faded out within like i don't know like a few washes or something yeah. now like i was using like I, I like how my hands just disappear in this background um i was it's using great. harsher shampoo i was using it you know, like it was like hard water so i probably had all kinds of minerals in my hair and shit so like it didn't stick um i wasn't bleaching it or anything like i was just putting it raw dog over my regular hair and I did not like it. So, but I kept, they kept putting ads on my Facebook page and apparently I'm a sucker for that kind of shit these days. <laughs> I finally gave in and I was like, I'm going to dye my hair again. My hair looks fucking terrible from not cutting it from the pandemic. <laughs> I mean, like, it's one thing to have a bad haircut, but then to have boring color on top of it. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Gotta do something. Yeah. So yesterday... Um, chief and I went over to Sally's and got all this shit, spent like way too much money, bleached my hair, did the, I did the cap thing, mm -hmm. the, the highlighting cap, which I will never fucking do again. It literally took <laughs> us two hours to like crochet my hair through this fucking thing. I like how you, when you do the, the highlighting cap, it's so it's like a plastic, like a bonnet you put on mm -hmm. And you stab yourself in the head like a hundred times with this little hook that pulls the and hair. And pull the hair back out. Yeah. And by the end, your hair is like, I mean, your scalp is like tender and like, you know, you look like an old lady about to go out into the rain when you first start. But by the time you're done pulling this hair out, like you look like a sickly Barbie doll. 
<laughs> like where a kid yes. is like ripped the hair out. So like I looked like an insane person, bleached it all out. And well, like most of it, like it's about, it's probably like 60% color. And then I just. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very happy with it so far. I really like this color. Like, I don't know if they changed the formula of Manic Panic over the years or if I'm just doing it right now. Um, but uh, it maybe a little bit of both. It, I think probably both. Um, Did you do Scott's the same color? No, he got oh. like a bright cobalt blue, Ooh, which nice. is what he's been wanting ever since right. the beginning. But we couldn't get the color right. And like, and I was afraid of committing to the level of like, let's lighten your hair to the point that it's going to like be that bright blue because like yeah. you really have to almost go platinum blonde mm -hmm. to get the the color that you want to get the pure color right and and I felt like his hair wasn't grabbing the color too like you kind of need to make your hair a little bit porous and if you have any buildup on your hair it's not going to take Mm -hmm. And so my um my stylist who moved to Florida like a few years ago, I I've been texting her this whole time, like, please help me. How do I do this? <laughs> and uh, she's like, get a clarifying shampoo and put it on and leave it for like 15 minutes, which we didn't do. We did it for like five or something. Mm. Did that and then lightened his hair with the leftover from the kit that I got. Mm -hmm. And his hair went platinum blonde in like 20 minutes wow it was like <laughs> both of us after doing that and doing the clarifying my hair it felt like i had a fucking straw broom on my head. <laughs> it was so fucking dry but mm -hmm. i mean i think that it really like stripped the hair down and let the the color go on and so i'm kind of curious to see how long this lasts because they discontinued my, like, the colors that I had been using for, like, years and years. Like, ever since when I came up to your place for um, for Ingress back mm -hmm. in 2015, that was the first time I dyed my hair green. And I've been using this one particular brand ever since. And they discontinued it. And I'm like, well, now I got to find some new shit. So I'm really excited because, like, Manic Panic has, like, so many colors. So if this shit works, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> I can I cannot worry about uh using that that old brand anymore. Nice. So that's the story what I did yesterday. It it literally took 7 hours from the time we started to the time that we finished. It was such a long fucking process. But it sounds really productive. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we the sat end result was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he's really happy with his color and everything. Like we sat there and we watched Steven Universe while we're waiting for our hair to dry. Like, cause I didn't, after I bleached it and clarified and all this stuff, like I didn't want to use the hair dryer as much as possible. I didn't want to damage it even more. Oh yeah. Like I want to leave it like clean and like let it naturally air dry as much as possible. And yeah, it was just, it was just a long process of like letting it sit, you know, whatever. And then it was like right up to the point that we did Bell and Dubs last night planning. So Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. It's fine. I was I'm sorry. Talk, actually, I did. I'm so about sorry. That after the show, <laughs> I can't. I can't believe I completely forgot about that. It's we fine. had. We're well, still struggling to like find our groove. Yeah. With the season, because we're so used to writing in person, that it's kind of been a struggle. And I felt really bad because, like, there was something I didn't get, 
and like there was a joke that Justin wrote that I didn't get and I was asking Scott and Chris does anybody get this joke like I just need somebody to explain it to me because I feel like I'm stupid and I just wasn't getting it I was just like I don't understand joke and like as I was asking them can could somebody explain this joke to me Justin showed up in the chat and I was like now I feel like a dick because like oh. right off the bat I'm like I don't get Justin's jokes ah Justin's like uh, you know I, I felt bad did everybody else get it was it just you that didn't or we just worked we had to workshop it a little bit more. oh okay okay yeah just make it a little clearer yeah yeah that's all it like was. poison ivy bag <laughs> that is exactly I, I wasn't sure if you had watched drag race I just yeah did. we ended up watching it last night yeah so that's it was very much like that it was just like mm-hmm. oh now I get it but it yeah. was just like okay let me just explain the joke a little bit better and then and it, it works so yeah Sorry, Justin. You're great. I love you. <laughs> uh, we had <laughs> we had a really long day on Friday, uh, which didn't involve coloring any hair, um, but it did involve something really cool that's going to be coming up in February. I can't um, wait to hear about this. It's a, a project that we're partnering with Red Vane for Wicked Women in Richmond, Wicked Women in Horror Month, which is in February. Um, The reason for that is that February is also Women's History Month. Um, I don't know why all the history months are in February. It doesn't seem fair, but (laughs) let's just throw it all into one month. (laughs) Let's just, anybody who's whining, complaining that we don't talk about their history enough, Let's just put them all in the shortest month possible. Every <laughs> once in a while, you get an extra day. That means, but it's still aggressive. short. <laughs> anyway, uh, February's Women in Horror Month. Um, and the past several years, um, I've done stuff with Red Vane for Wicked Women of Richmond. Um, and this year, we're doing it a little bit different. We're doing a video series or it, I think it's going to be just one video, Um, but we did all of our interviews in one day, uh, which was a lot. And I thought that there'd be a lot more downtime in between. And we really didn't have any, Um, you know, we started in the city of Richmond at nine 30 in the morning. And then we were in Ashland um, by 1230 with another interview that started at one. Um, And then we had just enough time to eat lunch after that um, before we did our last interview at five, which was also in Ashland. Wow. Um, So it was a long day. And then, you know, like we we got to chill out just for a little bit afterward before we headed home. But uh, we were down there so late we missed Drag Race. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we didn't get home till like nine. Yeah, we didn't get home till like nine. and uh, it was a great day, very productive day, a little bit tiring, um, but I'm really happy to share it when it's ready. And I don't want to say, I guess I shouldn't say who's in it yet because Red Vane hasn't announced that. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. But but I'm really excited to share it with everybody because it felt really good. I can't wait to see that. Like, I've always yeah. enjoyed the, the interviews that you do. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that you did that. And- we made it, um, you know, we had to focus a lot on what the past year has been for everybody because these are all artists and business owners and independent spirits who've been stifled 
the past yeah. year and also are going to remain stifled for at least the, you know, a bit longer. We're not sure for how long. So it's, it was an interesting take. Um, but I think that the, the last interview we did was really positive and really hopeful. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's how we'll oh, end good. it too. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So it was really nice. So, yeah. That sounds yeah. fun. I remember like we were talking about like possibly having a phone conversation when you left and I was like, I don't think that's going to work. Like, <laughs> and then you said you were, you were like on your way back finally, like eight o'clock. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Was <laughs> yeah. These things so. always take way longer than anybody expects. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So. So, yeah. But we did it. We knocked it out. So. I don't, I think we talked about this on the Patreon last week when we did like the little quickie but I'm really excited to see what's happening with uh, our friend Anna's project. The thing. Yes. I don't, yes, we did. We got to talk about it a little bit on Patreon. I don't know how much are we allowed to say. I don't think we're allowed to say anything. Oh, but okay. I know if you go to her, her thing is Andy Narwhal Productions on YouTube and TikTok and Facebook and wherever else. And you can follow that and get all the information. Um Basically, I had to build a character and film a bunch of just random shots and send them to her. And like, I was actually reviewing some of the stuff today and I was like, yeah, this is pretty great. I can't wait to see what comes. You know, she, she released like a TikTok, like, you know, 10 seconds worth of one of her characters that she did too. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what she does with all this shit. Nice. This is, it's fun for me because like, you know, I feel like a lot of times like I'm creating the product, the, the project, the product, whatever. And like, I'm kind of the one that's putting a lot of shit together. So I don't get to see like the, like, I, I know how stuff is coming together. Like I know how the magic is happening, but this is like one of the few times that like, I'm just, I just sent this crap to somebody else. <laughs> And like, I don't get to see what happens until it's all done. And I'm like, I'm excited, you know, like I, I'm going to get to see the surprise at the end. I don't have to do any work other than like the one thing at the beginning. Like this is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> this is fun for me. Holy shit. I get to participate <laughs> and not do like a whole bunch of work. It's amazing. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, speaking of movies, I saw a really interesting movie last week that Ooh. has made me do a lot of thinking. Yeah, oh, that's um, dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to give anything away about the movie, but I felt like it touched on some really good themes mm -hmm. that um, I kind of want to, I want to get a little bit of your take on it. Um, okay. So the movie is called Promising Young Woman. Okay. And is that uh, like a fine young cannibals uh, cover band? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Come on, that's the joke that we always do. Oh, that's my that's my fine young cannibals cover band. I just don't get it. <laughs> it has the word young in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus, way to no sell my joke, Lauren. It wasn't even that funny, but you made it less funny. <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> continue continue telling me about this movie <laughs> the movie uh promising young woman i saw a trailer for it and the trailer that i saw 
made it look like revenge porn. Um, what? Yes. So when I say revenge porn, I mean like just like gratuitous, like let's get revenge on people type of like violence type. Like I thought it was okay. going to be, I thought it was going to be a bit of a horror movie um, and that it was going to get pretty graphic and violent. Wow. Um, okay. That's, that's what not, I assumed from the that's trailer. Completely not what I would have pictured just from the title. Well, the ti- so the, the trailer that I saw sets up the premise of um, a woman who pretends to be drunk in bars, waits for a quote unquote nice guy to bring her home and of course then leads to him trying to take sexual advantage of her and That's her suddenly mm-hmm. snapping out, no longer being drunk and saying, what the fuck are you doing? Right. And showing the guys freak out like, oh, my God, you're not drunk. Are you a psycho? Like like that. Oh, so that's what the that's what. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all I saw of the trailer. That was a quick 30 second trailer that uh, kept showing up in my Facebook feed because, you know. Targeted ad toward Mm -hmm. me, because obviously I'm going to be into that type of movie. Yeah, because you want to see revenge porn. Well, Matt saw the trailer and he was like, oh, I saw this trailer for this movie. It looks really great. I'm like, all right, if you think it looks great, I guess we'll watch it. And the first 20 minutes had me so pissed off because it shows like a group of guys talking in a bar. um, And they're, you know, talking poorly about their female boss um, and women in general. And Matt's like, what year is this supposed to be? Like 1980? And I'm like, it's present fucking day. And he's like, is this, is this, are, are guys really like this? Do guys really say stuff like that to yes. you? Yes. So I'm already mad and on like the edge of my seat, ready to like beat somebody with a baseball bat. Oh, fun. Yes. But as the movie progresses, it's not just that. There's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really explores the concept of these nice guys because the first guy who picks her, who takes her home is the guy in that group of boys talking mm-hmm. about women boys poorly. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's like telling them that be- they're being chauvinist pigs. Mm-hmm. He's the one like, guys, come on, that's not fair. And he goes over to check on her because she's extremely drunk. Mm-hmm supposedly and says she can't find her phone so she can't you know call an uber and he's like well you know what i'll take you home mm-hmm. you know trying to act like he's a nice nice guy but ultimately right correct but ultimately he's just trying to sleep with a junk girl oh so he's just oh god that's the fucking worst that's well that's what her that's what the movie is about is this woman pretends to be drunk so oh. that men will pick her up and then she flips on them. I think it's even worse, though, that he's pretending to be the nice guy. Right. Right. And mm. and something that it shows men say to her very often is, oh, you're so pretty. You don't have to wear so much makeup. Why are you wearing so much makeup? You're so pretty. Fucking negative things like that. Bitch. Right. So there's a lot of that going on. And then, um, you know, then you find out why she's doing this. Mm-hmm. And um she goes back to her past and confronts the people that caused the trauma in her life. And it's not just men. 
Mm. She goes back to women who didn't stand up for people who were hurt and who swept things under the rug. Oh, and just oh, stood God, by I'm and let it happen. Listening to this. Yes. Yes. Because and I think everybody's had times where you're like, why didn't I do something? Why didn't I say something? Why didn't I speak up and say yes. something? Yes. Like this? I, I thought about that, too. I thought back to times in college where somebody uh, not anything that I witnessed happening personally, but that I heard like, oh, this girl totally flipped out and blah, blah, blah happened. And I think about that now and I'm like, there was a reason she flipped out. Yeah. You know what? Why didn't I say anything in her defense? At that time, even though I wasn't there, I should have spoken up to my friends who were gossiping about the situation. Right. You know, because you don't know what she was going through at the time. Right. Whatever. Right. And I don't know that. uh, um, And like I said, it was a situation that I can't even remember much of now, but it was about a girl who was going to hook up with the guy and then didn't hook up with the guy. And people were like, well, what was her problem? Why wouldn't she hook up with him? It was we. It was like weird. Right. And why oh, were we talking about that? Why were we talking about that? Like, why did you know? Why did that yeah, even come up? Because it's know? none of their fucking business. Yeah, she wants to hook up with them or not. Yeah, exactly. Oh fucking god, I am so triggered so, just thinking it, about this shit. So the, I mean, the movie. Uh, it also made me want to watch the the writer director of this movie. Also, is the show writer for Killing Eve. Have mm-hmm. you seen any of that or heard nope. about it? It's a BBC show and it stars Sandra O. Oh. Um, do you know her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she, Sandra O oh plays an agent who is trying to track a serial killer. Okay. Um, oh, I have seen the, the ads for this. I've, yeah. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of my parents watch it and I saw like one episode at their house and it looked good, but I never found the means to go like get into it and watch it. But the way that she wrote this story and portrayed all the characters and all the different angles, um, it really made me want to watch Killing Eve also. So I'm assuming that a woman wrote and directed yes. this movie too. That's what I'm saying. Yes, she's yeah, the okay. same writer. It's the same writer. Okay, just make her name's sure. Emerald Fennell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because it sounds like it's it definitely sounds like a very female point of view, mm-hmm. you know, to like kind of shed light on some of the stuff that um that we don't talk about like I was thinking about recently like I'm not going to get into all the the ins and outs of why there was somebody who was pissing me off but it was somebody (laughs) who like made a point to be like when everybody was doing not me or uh, me too hashtag me too she was like not me good for you good for you bitch good for you bitch good for you good for you and I thought about like you know I was talking to somebody about it and like um, I was like, how many situations do people get in? Like, like I remember when the whole Me Too thing was happening. I was like, I don't, I don't know if my stories are like important enough or whatever, you know. And and I was like, how many times do women get into situations where like, you know what? I guess I'll have sex with them even though I don't want to, but it's not really right. rape. It's not rape. Right. Yeah, I just don't want to have sex with them. Right. But I'm gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah I think that there's been a problem in our culture for the last hundreds of years basically I was gonna say the last yeah but it's basically forever there's a problem in our culture with communication and I think especially in the last I, I think it got worse um because we were hiding the fact that sex was a natural normal thing 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like I grew up even, you know, in a family that was like, no, you don't have sex till you're married. That's it. You don't talk about it. Why would I educate you on that? You don't need to know about it right. till you're married. Yeah, Whereas it totally works. Right. But there's so <laughs> what I mean, there's so much that is just being aware of the situation and understanding how it should feel. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just like how your how your emotions should be. Your emotions right. shouldn't just be like, well, I guess it's time that we do it. We've been dating long enough. Right. You no. Know? Well, I mean, even like in a situation like what you're talking about with the movie, like mm-hmm. say if she really was kind of drunk and she, the guy took her home and he's like pressuring her into having sex. And it's like, you know, oh, I, you know, if it's just easier if I just do it's it just easier to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. Or even um, and it's like it's like women make excuses for shit like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, yeah, I could kind of see where like her gun going after other women who like don't speak up or something. It's like, you know, why didn't you do something about this guy? You knew he was a fucking problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But this this movie just made me want to talk about that. But also if anybody's seen the movie, reach out to me because I really want to talk more in detail about it and give away spoilers. So <laughs> I, I think I want to watch it now. But like, uh, yeah. I, I, I want to have a mood to be pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe if you're not watching it with a guy who says, do guys really act like that? You might get a little less pissed off than I did. <laughs> I mean, it, at least he's saying like, you know, do guys really act like that? Because, because you know, he doesn't he, act like that. Yeah. He's, he doesn't act like that. He's not around people who do act like that. Right. Um, so it's, you know, I guess it's hopeful that, you know, he doesn't know about it right um well and it's also like washing things away saying like you know oh well well that was so long ago i've changed okay well what would you do if it was happening now mm -hmm. you know and then what do you do what are the choices you end up making and you know do rich white boys just get away with everything all the time yes they do Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know Rich white boys with powerful lawyers mm-hmm. and attorneys who basically make deals with the devils. Mm-hmm. The devil, I guess. Is there more than one devil? It depends <laughs> on, the, on the mythology. Yeah. Depends on the mythology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was a it was a movie. I, I like the movie now after it that I'm processing all of it in a bigger way. Uh-huh. I just think it was really well written and it really portrayed um all the characters very well mm-hmm. um you know yeah when you first mentioned it to me and you said revenge porn all i could think because i guess just because i'm a pervert it's just like oh i'm gonna like release this porn oh yeah together. that is i see what you're saying that is more the name revenge porn well the reason why i was called was had that in my head right after i watched the movie somebody had written into Penn Sunday school and asked Penn Gillette to talk about it. And um, he was like, Oh, somebody asked me to talk about this movie. So I'm going to do that. And I was really excited to get his take on it. Mm-hmm. And he completely missed the point of the movie. I mean, again, is which that is maybe shocking because, because he's a guy and he doesn't, he's not, he's not looking for the things I don't that, know. that we I, would see. Well, I don't know that he watched the whole movie. Uh, because he said, well, it's a movie about a young woman who pretends to be drunk so that men pick her up and then she gets revenge on them when they do. 
And he said, and I just don't like revenge porn. It's not my thing. I think he watched a trailer. <laughs> oh, I don't think he watched it. <laughs> I think it's interesting that like you and Matt saw different trailers. It sounds like too, right? Mm-mm. Like it was no, no, we saw the same trailer. Yeah. And okay. then he, but then when we went to play the movie, it started playing the long trailer. Cause there was just a, there's like a little trailer that I've been seeing in social media that popped up. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he went to start playing it, there was a long trailer that gave away more bits of the plot and it annoyed me. I was like, oh man, I, I wanted to be shit. surprised by that. But it it's not too much. There's still so much going on in that movie. Yeah. And, and there are a few twists that click that you're like, oh, wow. That make it, um, it just makes it a really great dynamic story. Right. That's working on many levels. Right. So, and Matt liked it immediately from the start. Matt really liked it. Okay. Um, for me, I was like, I liked it, but I don't know that I want to recommend it yet. And now the longer that, like the more I've processed, processed it. And I got to talk to somebody the other day who had seen it. Um, so we had a discussion about it and it was, you know, and I feel like I've processed enough of it now that I do really like it. Right. So I yeah. will give it two thumbs up the button. Nice. <laughs> nice. Got <clears throat> bring me a, a food because I all of a sudden I'm like holy shit I'm fucking starving so I'm just gonna eat on mic because that's totally profesh <laughs> we're cooking chili today because mm. it's all snowy up here so it's just rainy and disgusting we've got like a we've got a home chef kit to cook it's like pork chops with something I don't know oh, nice I don't know we forgot to cancel it this week so it's like okay this is what we get I guess <laughs> I bet it's delicious. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Yeah. So nothing to do with anything else, but <laughs> all of a sudden there are like these giant fucking flies in my house. Uh-oh. And I'm pretty sure that um, either my cat or my roommate has opened a portal to hell. <laughs> I have and no flies are just coming in. There's just giant flies in the house. I mean, like, like big beefy looking motherfuckers that you could like turn into a Christmas roast or something like oh my god oh they're so gross and like my cat won't even chase them she'll chase like a piece of dust she's just like oh look something shiny (laughs) these fucking flies she just looks at it and I'm like get it (laughs) she turns I don't know what the fuck is going on she don't like them flies I think yeah I think it's I think they're devil flies. I think that's why she won't attack them. She knows. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Chocolate. I mean, this is not even chocolate. It's just regular peanut butter bar. Crunchy. Sounds good. It's yeah, it's really good. It's kind of like it's those little soy nugget granola things. Um, and just covered in peanut butter. It's pretty good. Pretty, yeah, good. pretty good. <laughs> So this is like, there's one other little thing I wanted to talk about. And by the, I, th- I wanted to talk about this like a couple weeks ago when we were planning like a show, but even by the time I put it on the agenda to talk about, it was already like over. And I'm really mad that like we missed the opportunity to talk about this because it was really kind of cool. Somebody had set up this um, hotline called just scream scream baby or something like that i don't even know what the fuck it is so it's basically just a phone number that you call in and you just scream 
at the top of your lungs. You scream, you laugh, whatever, however you want to scream and you record it. And they set it up like in September of last year and it ran through the day after inauguration day. It was basically just to help us get through the election. And I'm really upset that I didn't find out about it until like, like five days before inauguration day. So like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to call and I'm going to scream. And then we could talk about it in the show. Cause it was actually like really fucking therapeutic. Like it was, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like I was having a fucking terrible shitty day at work. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to do this. Like when I'm in the, the dead ass lowest part of the tunnel, like usually where all the traffic just gathers up, I'm going to fucking let loose. I, so I called them like right before I got there and they do the little voice thing. And I just like, just let it out. All the stress that I was, that I had from that day from the past six months, I just screamed it into the fucking phone and then just boop, hang up. Okay. I feel better now. My ears rang from the time that I hung up until like at least the second exit after the, the tunnel, which well, is like damn. a mile and a half. So long time. It, it was a good couple minutes of like, and just because oh. your ears aren't ringing anymore doesn't mean you didn't do permanent damage. Oh, that damage <laughs> is done. Like that damage is done. It just it just triggered my tinnitus, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. so I'm looking at the website, which is just scream.baby, mm-hmm. uh, like you said. And it says just screams phone line will be back up on February 1st with some changes. So oh. which means if you're listening to if you're one of our Patreons and you're listening to this. Uh, you got to wait a little bit, but, um, if you're hearing this, um, released on a regular platform, then it's open now. So mm-hmm. check out this website and see what the changes are. It doesn't say what the changes are, just that it'll be back up with some changes. I'm really um, excited. Cause I feel like it's, it's a very, like, just a, just a way to like, let loose some stress. I think I found my scream and I sent it to you. Yes. It was very um, high-pitched. It wasn't what I expected from your vocal range. (laughs) It was very loud and very (laughs) high-pitched. It was, and that's why my ears were ringing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But it says, uh, between October and January, callers from around the world left over 150,000 recordings. Wow. People screamed with joy, rage, frustration, loneliness, and everything else there is to scream about. We're done recording screams for now, but you can listen to everything we've collected. And they and, have um, playlists where like people mm-hmm. who call in and laugh or people who leave like inspirational messages mm-hmm. and all kinds of different things that like, it was just, it was a really cool. It's very, it's thing. very cool. Yeah. They've got uh, the recents hope, LOL, RAR, hello, 2021 circle of life, babies, listen to recordings featuring babies and very young children, all screams. This is the entire catalog of screams. I feel like there's somebody who's just sitting there like listening to all of them or at least like maybe there's some way that like they farmed it out to like, oh, if you hear something with laughing, tag it, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Maybe there's a link to donate, too, because obviously somebody has to compile all this and put it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's a lot of I can't. That's a lot of work. I can't imagine. Right. So, um, yeah, there's a link to donate a few dollars if you want to support it. I might. I mean. 
you know, I'll give him five bucks. I got five dollars worth of therapy. That's what it says. It says buy a coffee for Chris Gomar. I guess Chris Gomar is the uh, creator of this. Mm So you can donate $5 and buy him a coffee. I'm down. <laughs> it's cute. I'm totally down. Yeah. Nice. So I recommend that you do it and send me a link. It's kind of tough to find your screen because like, so like when I did it, I think they process them like in batches. So like, um, it, there's like sometimes like a delay of a couple of hours before they put your screen up on the site. Not only that, but mine, I think they, they must have had like a glitch or something because mine didn't show up for like two days. Mm. Like nothing was coming up. Cause so like, if you look at it, it, like it was on the 18th and I know when I did it because like, I still have a call log on my phone. So, you know, it goes from the 18th to like the 20th, like the, mm. 18th, the 20th or something. I'm like, Oh shit. I got to go through all these. <laughs> and then I heard it and I was like, Oh, that sounds like that noise that was, echoing in my skull for like two and a half minutes <laughs> nice so hmm. maybe i still have the link and i can um i can post it in the the show notes if anybody's wants to hear me screaming <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah let's get it in the show notes for sure yeah uh well i think we need to wrap this up because yes. i need to go get my groceries Yes, you got to go get your groceries. I got finished cooking chili. Yeah, and we're going to watch the Rumble later. Woo, woo. Yeah, join our Discord and do fun things with us. Like watch yes. watch Discord or watch Drag Race and watch the Royal Rumble. We're doing all kinds of fun shit in there. We really are. It's been great. It's it's really becoming my replacement for social media. Mm-hmm. I like it. I yeah. like it. Oh, remind me to tell you something off the air. Justin like as usual fucking hit the nail on the head with something last night Uh planning so oh boy um yeah it's it's just a little bit more no you know what i can say it now what the fuck okay um so we were talking about like politics on twitter versus facebook and like how there's like the same amount of poison on each place and i was like i don't know why facebook just feels worse Mm -hmm. than twitter for some reason like you can see people say all kinds of fucking terrible awful things on twitter but on facebook it just it's it's like you just walk into a sludge pit of poison every time yeah. you go in Facebook and people are talking politics. And I was like, why is that? And Justin's like, because it's people you know. Mm. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter, it's like all these randos. Twitters are just strangers that, you know. It's just names and avatars. On Facebook, uh, it's people that you people fucking you know. know. Yeah. I was like, God damn uh. Oh, I that's sad. Call the scream hotline again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to. I can't wait for it to open back up. Right? <laughs> well, if you want to call us instead of the scream hotline, our phone number is 757-541-CUNT. Don't scream at us. I don't feel like dealing with it. <laughs> yeah, that is not the scream hotline. That is a, <laughs> a to either call and share pleasant information or call feedback and ask a question. Show. Yeah. Yeah, Tell we'll take feedback. wrong. You don't have to scream at us though yeah that's i'm not into it I'm not into it <laughs> yeah tell us what we got wrong did we get something wrong come tell us please that that i do want to hear tell us all yeah. the things we said wrong um you can find our show notes blogs etc etc mouthybroadcast.com we're on facebook we're on instagram we're on twitter and we're on patreon at mouthy broadcast and again call us 757-541-c-u-n-t we'll see you next
Tuesday, motherfuckers! That was pretty metal. I don't know what that was. <laughs> I liked it. It was crunchy. <laughs> <laughs>